uh, having a conversation about a group of people that got a lot of attention during COVID, during the pandemic, but what's the state of their industry now? We're talking about long-term care workers and taking care of their mental health. It's a shared long-term responsibility. We're going to get into it right now with our guest. He's a professor in the Department of Community Health Sciences at the Cummings School of Medicine at University of Calgary, Dr. Bonnie Lashowitz. Dr. Lashowitz, thanks so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Oh, hey, always happy to talk about uh, this population and the important work they do. Well, I'm glad to get your perspective because it feels like this was a really relevant um, and top of mind conversation during COVID when we knew that this this group, this group of workers was really faced with some really, really ugly situations. But it seems that it's kind of fallen out of favor in, term of, of, in terms of the conversation nowadays. So can you just define for us a little bit about what that workload looks like for long-term care workers in a post COVID world. Right. Okay. So um, just, you know, the, the day in, day out work force, um, the nature of the work performed by this workforce, we know that long-term care is 24-7. Um, uh, people work shift works uh, and uh, essentially go side by side with people who are going through the most profound um, experiences any of us is likely to have in our life. Um, incapacitation, illness, dementia, um, and ultimately death and dying and uh, I think there's a real tendency to you know just uh, as, as, as a society to have a tricky time confronting because this you know brings up aging and, and end of life um, and so uh, as part and parcel of that we tend not to highlight the kind of uh, um, power and skill that's involved in that work and um, you know uh, uh, just thinking about uh, the around the clock uh, meet every and any need uh, nature of the work and so that's performed by a whole plethora of uh, uh, staff members ranging from um, certainly uh, different levels of nursing um, nursing assistants or care aides uh, do a, a vast amount of the hands-on work and then of course there's um, all of the people that we might think of less frequently including occupational physical and uh, therapy Therapists and rec therapists, and then of course dietary food services, um, people working in uh, the janitorial and maintenance kinds of areas. Um, it really takes quite the village um, to uh, keep a long-term care facility clicking along. So um, very encompassing uh, in its entirety. I think it's really important to highlight something that you touched on there, which is that society doesn't really want to talk about this this industry as a whole, or really this end of of life stage it seems to be something that's kind of seen as really unglamorous and you know burying our heads in the sand and not really acknowledging it seems to be uh, the the course of action but you know when you when you think about all of the people that are involved in the care of an individual that's in one of these centers like you just mentioned um, you know it really it, it encompasses a really large group of people and their mental well-being is really something that that is at stake here talk a little bit about the emotional toll that a job like this can take on these staff members mm -hmm. so we use the concept of moral distress to think about this and moral distress is that experience of knowing that there's something right that we want to be doing and yet being um, prevented from doing that over 
owing to circumstances outside of our control. And that concept um, really gained uh, prominence um, post-Vietnam War um, when veterans were returning uh, and uh, were presenting with uh, experiences that uh, shared, you know, features of post-traumatic stress and yet were something a little bit different. And it was this uh, emotional sort of pain and anguish. And uh, so, I mean, of course, the pandemic and, you know, the sweeping changes and the dramatic uh, death tolls and everything that that entailed, um, you know, co-workers uh, getting ill, co-workers, um, you know, just uh, having um, to juggle uh, family needs and fears of their own and, you know, work double and triple shifts. And then we have um, people uh, who spoke to us in our data who worked, you know, 22 days consecutively, you know, 12-hour days. Wow. Like that kind of a, of a, of a phenomenon. Um, it was wrenching when uh, they couldn't uh, attend to uh, residents who were um, calling to them, uh, who were needing them. Uh, residents were terrified. They, you know, were suddenly seeing everyone wearing masks, barely identifiable. Um, the family members were, you know, their hues and cries um, clamoring to uh, to know about their loved ones. And there you know, it was just so much um, going on. And, you know, we think about being at the nexus of that and uh, just uh, what a lot that was to manage. Yeah, the mental health toll, uh, you know, is one component of it. Also compensation, incentivizing people to enter into this type of work. But there are a lot of big concerns, I think, when it comes to this industry. You've been really involved um, with, uh, with a research group that is, working hand-in-hand with these long-term care workers um, in partnership with the Alberta Ministry of Labor and Immigration to try to develop an app and some resources. You've also published some findings in talking to these workers um, about exactly what is going on. So can you speak a little bit about what the goal is there with those partnerships and with that research that you've laid the groundwork for? What is the aim? Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, at the most kind of profound level, perhaps we want to shift thinking, you know, and just when you say this is a really big population, you know, all of us, you know, in our, you know, whatever we're understanding as our busy, important, you know, active lives, we're all going to get to a point where we're going to need help, you know, and in, in later life. And uh, I think, you know, many of us are in for some, you know, fairly eye-opening experiences about just how powerfully important the quality of care we receive is or or will be um, and you know so I, I just really want to raise the profile of care work and you know my um, concentration has been on the long-term care sector in this phase of uh, my uh, research but I mean we could easily substitute in disability service workers we could say daycare workers you know and so I mean what do all these areas have in common well they're pronouncedly women um, uh, many of the workers are women of color, you know, born outside of Canada. Um, and uh, I think as a society, it's been easy to kind of just take that uh, that workforce for granted. Um, and, you know, you use the concept of unglamorous, you know, because it just seems, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, like the kind of quiet sort of behind the scenes work and, and not necessarily always pleasant. Um, and uh, so that's my 
you know, my, my most broad sort of aim is to just elevate um, so that there's better understandings of just uh, how demanding this work is and how powerfully important it is and how much we need to value, um, you know, this workforce. And then more specifically now, we are um, trying to develop an app and it's not a, a rocket science app, but it's, you know, just we're looking at um, just all of the things that uh, were the sorest spots for the workers during the pandemic because we're using that as a kind of a window in on uh, what this work can be like when, when, when things are intense. And uh, we're trying to put all of that together um, into, into one user-friendly place. And uh, so that centers a lot on um, things like, uh, you know, clarity and uh, consistency of communication, mm -hmm. um, uh, means to solve problems quickly, um, uh, you know, uh, means to access support when you're just, you know, don't know where to turn. And so we're trying to build a lot of features along those lines so that um, there's just a really user-friendly, affordable, employer-provided, this is an important piece too, the employer-provided um, uh, resource. And we're trying to put the responsibility for taking care of uh, employee worker, uh, employee mental health uh, as uh, occurring as a shared responsibility within the space of the workplace. Um, so often we uh, avail ourselves of resources that tell us to run along and, you know, do some things and go to yoga and drink some water and, and uh, you know, breathe deeply and so on. Um, and we're saying, no, no, like what can happen actually so that workforces are taking this up more as a, a, a prominent sort of feature. So um, there's ideological shifts that I think are essential. There's practical tools that I think need to be put in the hands of the employers and employees. And then there's all of the policy sort of relevance of all of that in terms of uh, attention to and resourcing for long-term care. Dr. Leshwitz, is there hope in terms of getting more resources for this sector? I mean, there were a lot of conversations that happened during the pandemic, um, you know, about trying to increase staff, incentivize staff. Has that changed at all? Or are you just trying to manage the landscape that really, that what was? Yeah, um, and, uh, you know, interesting, I mean, you know, the, there was all sorts of shock and, you know, Canada did not fare well in terms of uh, performance in long-term care and, and lots of, um, you know, commissioned reports and, and promises were made. And um, that's uh, part of the timing of my um, article uh, that just appeared in the Conversation Canada is to um, tap people on the shoulder or maybe, you know, shake them by the lapels um, and remind, like, we uh, confronted something that really gripped us, galvanized us as a nation in terms of, you know, um, just needing to do things differently. And let's just not let that slide away because, uh, you know, we think we're out of the urgency of the pandemic. Yeah. Dr. Lashwitz, thanks so much for your work in, on this and uh, for talking with us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me and for uh, taking up uh, these, uh, these issues. Thank you. Take care. That's Dr. Bonnie Lashwitz, professor in the Department of Community Health Sciences at the Cummings School of Medicine at University of Calgary, talking about long-term care workers, mental health being a shared long-term responsibility.